0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode twenty-one of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. The Last
1: Heart You are the Last Heart Podcast.
0: What is up, everybody? How's your Friday going? Is it great? Awesome. Hope it is. Hope it's going great. Ready for the weekend? Oh man, I usually have a timer to set for these podcasts and uh I guess I forgot to stop it uh last podcast. So my timer has been going for the last 3 days and I had to reset it. I don't know. Sometimes I reset it and it will just keep on going anyways. I don't know if I'm accidentally pressing lap, but it's definitely one of those. Uh something else new? Well, <laughs> I uh had to reinforce my mic stand. Uh it just The mic's not holding up, so I have to now reinforce it, and uh, I use my Bible to reinforce the back of it, and it's like I have God's solid rock behind it, so if any Christians out there would understand that, and if you're not a Christian, it's fine. I would just recommend just getting a Bible anyways because it's heavy enough and big enough just to prop behind anything that you need to be propped up. It's a 100% a good solid thing (laughs) to prop stuff up with. Oh man, I'm just getting all jazzed up because breakup season's around the corner, right around the corner. It's, it's coming. Winter. To, I've I've looked this up. Winter time. I don't know where they get these stats from, but apparently during winter time, around Christmas and spring, like before spring break, is the top breakup season uh things like top season of where breakups happen and i don't know i could agree i guess it's because i don't know if it's coming just from this guy's standpoint standpoint i don't know if it's scientifically proven i don't know if scientists are behind it are they like oh we're gonna count how many people are in a relationship do they have like i don't know do they send out like you know the um what's it called the uh census There we go, the census. I almost forgot what that word was, but you know how they send that in the mail to check on how many people are living in a certain area? Do they do that with relationships? Like, are you a couple? Uh, Are you still together? Are y'all thinking about breaking up? Because a team of scientists here at Oxford is really worrying that wintertime and springtime are the top biggest seasons of breaking up. And uh, we just need to know. So we're sending out this relationship census to help us calculate that data. Thank you for helping. And if you don't send us the census, we will find you, and keep on finding you, and eventually throw you in jail if you do not fill this piece of paper out. Yeah, I can't believe that you can actually get fined and eventually get some get some time for the census. I think you can get some time, but I know definitely fines. And I can only imagine you probably get some time just some cops knocking at your door. I had to make some door door sound, but they're like, This is the police. Open up. You haven't filled out your census for six months and you're six-past-due on your census, and we're, we're going to have to bring you in. Who, who do they know? Did the census give them addresses to people? I don't even think that's legal. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, Sidetrack track number one of the podcast, okay? There's many side tracks that I'll probably have throughout the podcast. That was just one of them. So if you're new, that's just something that you'll have to get used to. But they do bind in together with what the main thing that we're talking about. It's just like, it's kind of like a tree, tree branch. Uh, They'll, or no, roots. It's kind of like a root. You have the main root, but there's like those many different pathways, but it's still on the same root. Exactly what I do on this podcast. So you'll have to keep up a little bit but it's for sure still going to be on the same topic. So relationships, winter. It makes sense breaking up in the wintertime. I've never been in one, but I can only imagine. Like it gets to Christmas time. You forgot to get your significant other a gift and they're really, really hoping for it. And then (laughs) next thing you know, you're like, ah, crap. Looks like I'm going to Mm, let's see, flowers, flowers would be good, or, or, or I really did see that Jared's commercial, what, necklaces, rings, I don't, I don't understand, like, people will be dating for three months, and they already get, like, the most expensive gift known to man, I've seen it in high school all the time, it's a, it's a miracle, they'll come in with a, with a, a diamond necklace from K Jewelers, and I'm just like, what? That is at least a three to $500 necklace you're putting around your neck. Y'all have only been dating for three months. What's going on? Some of it's even worse. You'd be dating for two weeks, and next thing you know, someone will get a car. And you're like, wow. Who's going to get that split in half when y'all break up? How's that going to work? Or I like when some couples get a puppy or some animal to keep around. This is our dog. This is our dog. we're taking care of it together. This is helping us prep for a baby. A baby's a little bit different than a dog, but okay, mind it as you will. put it in diapers or something we'll We'll see how this goes. Make it look more romantic by you getting in an animal by being in a relationship. It's okay. <laughs> but I can only imagine Christmas you but one that one guy. It's typically a guy. I feel like if a girl forgets to get a guy a gift, they really could care less. But if a guy forgets to get a girl gift or they didn't expect they had to give one, the girl will get really mad and then break up. It just always happens. And I feel like the spring one, before spring break, it would typically be mostly males that break up with their girlfriend because they're ready to go buck wild with their bros for spring break. It makes sense. It makes absolutely sense. So, I mean, I don't know where they got the stats from but it comes up to par with me (laughs) for sure no more fancy restaurants for you with all this (laughs) now that you can't go take out on fancy steak dates steak dinners with your parents credit card (laughs) that's so funny to me hey mom can i have some money so i can take my girlfriend out on a date sure honey come here hey dad can i have your credit card oh and can i use your car you know and can I wear your shoes and can I do- you have to use everything of your parents to go on a date then you should probably not be on a date you should be working at your nice 9 to 5 at Mickey D's or something and use your own money because then you'll realize that maybe you shouldn't be eating those nice steak dinners all the time maybe who knows but when I go to a fancy restaurant I've been to a fancy restaurant a few times because you know I'm classy <laughs> no, usually most Italian restaurants that are not that expensive will have candles in the middle of their tables and I cannot control myself. I have to blow it out. I have to. And there's some people that are exactly like me that are laughing right now or just nodding their heads because they know how much of the struggle it is to want to blow out a candle. I I have the waiter running circles around my table all the time because he has to constantly light the candle, light the candle, and light the candle. I'm surprised I haven't been kicked out of a restaurant like that. Because of how many times I blow out the candle in the middle of the table. And and just in general, I'll blow out candles. I'll go into a s uh I think Ben Bath and Beyond had some candles that were on. I blow out their candles. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the The jerk inside of me that's just like, you know what, Dawson? This is like a romantic setting, a nice setting, and how about you come over here and you just ruin it? It brings me joy. (laughs) I might, I might just take it a step up and go and blow out candles at other people's tables and see what they say. I don't know. Maybe one guy would just get fed up with it and just be like, "Why do you keep on blowing out a candle?" It's a candle, sir. Calm down. We'll have the waiter that has the lighter, and he'll come around and just light it again. Now, my friend has a candle. I don't know. He's kind of a candle fanatic. I don't know why, but every time he's studying or every time he's just like, you know, in a room, he has to light a candle. I've never understood those people. The people that have to constantly light candles no matter what room they're in. He may get so bad that he'll probably light one in his car just on the way to going, Hey guys, are you ready to go? Alright, cool. And then he takes out his candle and puts it on the top of his dashboard. Like it's one of those like little bubble head things that you stick up there and he just lights the candle on the way. Why do you have to have a candle in the car, man? Uh, because I want to have a candle. It's just how it has to be. I love candles. This one's Ocean Breeze. It smells so, so good. <laughs> I'm addicted to candles. Help me. It's like, that would be an episode of My Strange Addiction. The person, that, and that, I don't know why they have not thought of that episode. The person that has to light 50 candles in the living room. <laughs> the whole episode is them just, oh, I forgot to light one. Ah, <sighs> oh, awesome. When you have the mixture of ocean breeze and uh, lavender together, it's just, it, the smell comes in and it's so beautiful. Have you ever tried pomegranate and you're like, oh my god. I may be crazy when it comes to some stuff and know some facts, but no one cares about how many candles flavors you know. Or which one's the best flavor. I can take a sniff and find it for myself. (laughs) Candles. Yeah, but I blow out his sometimes. He gets irritated. He's like, oh. Because he has matches. He doesn't have a lighter. He has matches, and he only has so many matches in a box. So, my goal is to blow out the candle and him have to relight a match. And eventually, he won't have any matches anymore, so he can no longer light his stupid candle. That's my goal. And right now, he can't light a stupid candle. And it's all good to me. What? <sighs> so, hopefully, some of y'all are on the same side as me of blowing at candles, but you know. If you're a candle freak, <laughs> I don't know why, but you got you got something that you need to take care of eternally because I can't breathe in your house. Uh, it makes me sneeze, makes me cough. Uh, I might have an allergic reaction to your candle. I don't know why, but some people are allergic to candles. You might have to get the non-allergenic one. Who knows? But I mean, some people are also into those Zen like lighting the I forgot what it was. I'm into those. Those incense. I've always kind of wanted to get one. Okay? I'm making fun of people who love candles, but yet I want to get an incense. It doesn't matter. I want to get one of those like big old incense things. Like you know where this like you light the top of the incense and the smoke travels down. This like nice uh statue looking thing and it comes out and it it has like a whole cloud of smoke on your table. That looks cool. Because I don't know if it's really smelly, but it's supposed to be very zen. Just, ooh, zen-like. Very zen. And it's fine. Th- that would be really cool to me. If he l- lit those around the house, maybe it'd be a little weird because the living room would be covered in, like, this nice little fog. But it would be better than, I don't know, a candle that has, like, strong mango flavor. And you're just like... Dude, I've I've been smelling mango for the past two months. Can you please switch candles? I know you're a hardcore mango fan, but you got to kind of branch out a little bit. It's kind of like the same person who orders the same exact thing at a restaurant. Are you going to switch it up? Because you've been ordering a hamburger. You've been ordering the exact same steak, the exact same fries, the exact same sides for the past three years when are you gonna expand you know try something a little different that's on the menu that's why they have other items (sighs) it's fine though see that was a that was sidetracked too we went to we went we probably went through many sidetracks in that scenario but it's fine we're all together again (laughs) have you ever taken an enneagram test if you haven't you're a loser Apparently, you're a loser if you're a, a, a person of my age because all these college kids, all they care about when they meet you is what your Enneagram is. Are you type 3? Are you type 3? Or are, are you type 4? Oh my gosh. If you're type 4, I'm a type 4. We're compatible. That's awesome. It reminds me of Zodiac signs, except this is not exactly like Zodiac. Zodiac is a little bit weirder. It like tries to tell you how your week is gonna be and who you're gonna meet and it's just like trying to it's predicting your life as it is a fact and you live by that zodiac sign and I've never understood people who live by zodiac signs they're like I'm I'm a Leo and uh, I uh, I believe this week I'm going to meet somebody but at the same time when I meet them they might be nice at first but then. I'm going to be kind of distant from them because, you know, when it comes to that, I'm a Leo, so I'm distant, and I don't really like to show my true feelings until I really get to know you. It just makes so much sense because my birthday is between this day and this day. I just want to shoot you in the face. That's what I want to do, just boom, right in the dome because I'm tired of listening to you. I don't care that you're Leo. I don't care that you're Capricorn. I don't care that you're even a Gemini. Just let's have a conversation other than what your stupid zodiac sign is. And people who follow zodiac signs want to let you know what their mindset is for that day or like, or like wh- why what they're doing is because of their sign. Like if they do something wrong, they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm a Gemini and that's just how I react to things. Like they don't want to fix their crappy personality trait. They just want to blame it on their dumb zodiac sign. Which is fine. Go for it. Just know that we're not gonna be friends. But no, Enneagram is completely different. It's like a personality test. And I took this and it seems pretty pretty solid. I uh answered the questions and told me I was a type one, I think wing
1: wing something. Wing eight. Hmm. Oh, wing nine. So I uh let's see, let me pull up my results. I am a
0: perfectionist, res- responsible, fixated on improvement, and I can't agree more. I do, I do get a little OCD when it comes to things. I don't. I like my space. Like right now, when we're talking, my computer has to be, you know, so straight. My microphone has to be so precise. Everything on this table has to be a certain way. I mean, I agree with it. Uh let's see here. Responsible. Yes, I get stuff done. That's just how I am. That's my personality trait. I got something on my mind or I'm just, you know, I just do things that I need to do. I mean, I can't deny that fixated on improvement. Yeah. Um I have things that I constantly constantly need to improve and this enneagram lets me know that uh what I can do. I'm just kidding. It doesn't let me know what I do need to do to improve, but it, it says it shows me why my pros and my cons, my uh greats and my weaknesses. Um so I mean that's all that people care about here though, when you're in college. They're like, What's your Enneagram? Because if you're the same Enneagram as them, they apparently want to get to know you more. And if I don't know if one Enneagram is not compatible with the other Enneagram. I've never looked that up before. Actually, We'll
1: go ahead and look that up. Um, what enneagram is not com- compatible? Let's see here. Um. Oh wow, they do have a relationships page. This is about to get wild. So. The reformer, the helper. The inv- hmm. Uh, Never mind. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I guess we can be with
0: multiple Uh, What goes well? Man, I wish this would have pulled up faster. Actually. I wish I had it tapped. I usually have my things tabbed, but I did not Uh, If the woman is a type one the which is ba- basically type ones the perfectionist are
1: good for peacemakers There you go so, if you're a peacemaker, there you go. But I
0: don't live my life based on a dumb Enneagram. That's not how this works. I, I am just, I took that test just so when people coming up and ask me that question, I can just answer, I'm just type one. Oh, okay. And now like when they like reply, most of them are like, that makes sense. You do seem like that. Oh, so you think I'm a perfectionist? Actually, a perfectionist can be taken as a con or a pro depending on the scenario. So like, man Dawson, you get all your work done man. you're a perfectionist. Or I mean, I don't know, that could be responsible as well. But then it's like, I don't know, I guess it could be a con to an extent of like you try to take things too far and whatever, but it's fine. At least, I mean, that's not like, (laughs) I don't know. If people tried to date off of that, it's kind of stupid. Like I, if anybody walked, like wanted to, you know, you know, if I was gonna take someone out on a date and we go, you know, what would be my perfect one? Um, grabbing coffee, I guess. Those typical hallmark movies. <laughs> Let's do that. And. We get to talking, she asks me what my Enneagram is, and our Enneagram numbers don't match up. It is automatically she's not interested. I call that baloney, and I guess we were not meant to be in the first place because you follow dumb Enneagrams. I mean, it's interesting, but don't base your whole life on it. Like Zodiac signs. Zodiac signs are wild. Like, you know what? We'll look at what my Zodiac sign is. People who just... Have to follow the stupid zodiac sign. There's like a zodiac calendar you can buy on the app store. Not buy, but it's free, but you can download it. Let's see here. Capricorn. Uh oh, nice. My my symbol for a Capricorn. I'm. Uh, it looks like a nice, like Greek goddess ram. It's awesome. Today. Um. Uh, current week. Man, that's very long. I'm not gonna read all that. But basically. Um, I'm happy with what I'm gonna be involved in. Teamwork. I need uh teamwork is gonna be in the spotlight this week. I need to work on teamwork apparently. According to this, I need to work on teamwork. Come on, Dawson. Really? What you need to work on teamwork, I guess. Um I need I need to prepare myself for an important encounter. I don't know, but I may have an important encounter this week according to this zodiac calendar. Thank you, Zodiac Calendar, keeping me keeping me up to date on my future. I don't know. I don't know. People actually fall for this crap. It's like, it's like this is like a, a fortune cookie, except it just has all fortunes. <laughs> That's all it is. It's like all open fortune cookies. That's what a Zodiac Calendar is because it's all positive. And it may have one con, but it's a con that you can deal with. You may not like who you meet. Well, I guess that's a con, but I mean, I it doesn't matter. I may not like them anyways. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. Uh, let's see here. Uh,
1: <tongue> <tongue> hmm.
0: Something starts out embarrassing and unintentional may lead to a conversation that can be very productive and healing. I don't know. It's just so vague that I'm not falling for it. <laughs> it's vague. So. Enneagram zodiac sign. Take the take the Enneagram test. Tell me what your Enneagram is. Tell me if you agree with it. I agree with mine. Yes. It's a more of a personality test than anything. Uh zodiac sign. If you follow zodiac signs, um just know that we can't be friends because you're like a vegan. Just constantly have to talk about the one thing that no one cares about, that you're a vegan or that what your zodiac sign is. Uh, because if I have to hear one more time that you're a Leo, you're going to get a backhand. Just a nice, good old Dawson backhand. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> have you ever sat by a person with eczema? I know we completely did a 180 there. So we're going to screech, take a 180 turn. Because I had to sit by a person with eczema. And I don't know what. Um that is like for you if you've ever had that experience, but I have had that experience and it's traumatizing because it's like being in a gross snow globe. It really is. Uh I was I was getting my oil changed and uh with the type of oil my car takes is synthetic, so therefore it ta- apparently takes them an hour and a half to do my oil, which doesn't make sense. I think they just like waiting. I think they look at me and they're like ah, He's young. He can wait. He has nothing to do. So guess what? They're just going to, you know, push me into the side. Ridiculous. I don't want to be pushed to the side. Treat me like a normal customer. I pay for the oil change. You know, okay? Subaru, yeah, I'm going to call you out. Next time I go there, I better be treated like a normal customer. You get me out, in and out, easy peasy. I don't want to be there for two and a half hours, especially next to itchy scratching all the time flaking on me it's disgusting i mean keep your flakes in your seat i mean i know we even have to sit distant from each other so we have to sit like a seat down and they're still blowing all on me it's disgusting like what are you a lizard is that is that what you were were are you a lizard do you just go out in your day and you have to shed all the time don't be around anybody wear a long sleeve (laughs) <laughs> eczema jesus i mean what do you do go home is your bed a, a rock and you sleep under a lamp is that how much you shed <sighs> it's like a it's so disgusting i mean literally fla- like you literally see the flakes and they like they get on your jacket they got on my jacket that's disgusting i don't want to see dead skin on my jacket but this day it happened i had to sit by someone with eczema and it was disgusting. And if you have eczema, just just don't go out in public. And if you do, wear a hazmat suit so you can keep your flakes to yourself because no one else wants to have those flakes. Okay, I understand you have an issue. I understand you have a problem, but I don't know, especially with COVID going on, who knows? They might make a new brand new thing that people with eczema, the flakes on their skin could be... Can carry COVID and as soon as it lands on someone's skin, they're going to have it and people are going to start freaking out.
1: We don't need that. (laughs) Uh, Especially itching all the time. It's like a sunburn. They just (laughs) woke up.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I had to experience that and go through that. One of my big challenges for that day. Waiting and sitting by Flaky. (laughs) If you had eczema doesn't mean i don't like you it's just for that particular day i don't know i don't know how you keep your eczema to yourself but it's it's kind of like you know personal space especially i mean i don't want to breathe it in you know accidentally breathe it in and then have to cough
1: and then find out it's you (laughs) oh yeah so
0: subaru get your stuff together i i want to be in and out I don't want to have to sit by anybody weird anymore. Especially after social distancing is over, we're going to be crammed like sardines in those seats. It's not going to happen. Oil changing. I didn't know it takes two and a half hours, but apparently it does. <laughs> apparently it does. It takes two and a half hours
1: just to be able to do it. Oh, man. God. So, that was my eczema
0: story. It was very short, simple, but I just felt like I just needed to get that out there because um, any anybody that has said by someone with eczema or anybody that does have eczema, just know to either keep your distance or, you know, watch someone that's ditching. It may be someone on crack, but just in case it's not, it's more likely a person on eczema or
1: that has eczema, not on it, has it. Okay? Rock it. Okay? And then when you shed enough,
0: you can come by me. And when you're done inching. But after that, we don't need it anymore. <laughs> fun fact. We're moving on into the fun fact segment situation. Fun fact. What, are you gonna, what fun fact are you going to drop for us this week, Dawson? Well, thank you for asking other person in the room, which there's no one else in the room. But I like to pretend there is. It keeps me company. Makes me feel not so alone. Alright. Fun fact. Did you know the electric chair was invented by a dentist? What? Dawson, I did not know that. Thank you for sharing that fun fact with me. No problem, uh, person in the room
1: slash audience that's listening to this. Invented by a dentist. The electric chair. Huh. Would have never, would have never known that. Now, my question is,
0: is how would he been testing that? Did he, was he just, you know, cleaning someone's teeth one day and then all of a sudden was dropped the question, was like, hey, look, I got this new invention I want to test out. I will clean your teeth for free, but I am going to have to ask you to participate. Um my new invention called the electric chair you want to try it and they're like oh if i get my teeth fixed for free sure man sure we'll do that and then all of a sudden they get an the electric chair and they're like what is this and then all of a sudden he's like ha, tricked you it's a death chair but you did get your teeth for free uh teeth for free so smile and then psh, does it his head explodes <laughs> i don't know See, I wonder how many trials the electric chair had to go through before they could just get it right. Right, just perfect. Because, I mean, you couldn't get the electric chair perfect at the first time. Maybe you didn't run enough voltage, so they're completely paralyzed and their brain is, like, melted, but not melted completely where they're dead, and they're just sitting there going, Kill me. Kill me. You have to put a bullet in their head. They're like, the most humane way. Into killing someone and then everybody's like that does not look really humane And then like before then they didn't put a bag over their head, so you just see their face getting fried Just that haunting look on their face <laughs> So they are putting a bag over it now As you're microwaving their head you could have put too much voltage and make could you could your head explode from too much voltage from a electric chair maybe We'll just say that. Maybe he put too much voltage in someone and his head exploded. That. That would be a sight to see. Right there. But, uh, now that guy had some time on his hands. And I don't know how you get onto that train of thought. You you have to be, like, a new level of, like, just human. Not a new level. You just have to have a very just sick mind just to be able just to sit down after a long day of dentistry and just be like,
1: Alright, how am I, I, man, we just, we are hanging people, but hanging
0: is getting to the point where it's just too much, people are struggling too much, you know what, I got the perfect solution, I got it, we are going to put electric volts to their body, and it's going to c- kill them in the most humane way possible, and boom, you got yourself the electric chair. I don't even think that's the most humane way to kill somebody. I actually think that's just irony in its own because there's no such thing as killing somebody humanely because it's not humane to kill somebody. I'm just saying. (laughs) It isn't. But am I on the board for executions? I don't know. If you put them on TV, maybe. Maybe we could watch them. I hate how it's all in secret. Like during the Ted Bundy trial. It was like everybody was outside with signs.
1: Kill him,
0: execute, kill him. But they didn't even get to see it. They just got to see some guy kick down a door and going, We
1: did it. He's dead.
0: I don't. I want to watch it. Why not? Why can't it be like hangings? Why can't you just like pay tickets and then you walk in and you watch a city execution and you just like read his background story like, Oh, he killed three children and the mother and now he's getting hung today. And then we just were like, He boom, happens, and you're
1: like, huh, oh, that's awesome, hmm.
0: And what qualifications did it take to be a doctor back then, too? Like a dentist? Like, did you go to school for it? Not not that day and age. Back in the hanging days, I don't know if there's really many schools that you would be able to go to to learn how to be a dentist. No, you just, you know, boom, put the dentist badge on you and just walk in and be like, hey, how's it going? Heard you got Ryan T. They could take care of that for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this drill. I'm going to take this chisel, and I'm just going to pop that tooth out of there. Boom. Gone. Cured. Give me some nuts. All right. Good. On your way. It wouldn't take anything. Also, being a doctor. Doctor. I got a splinter in my thumb. Well, you know what that means. We're going to have to cut your arm off. What? Yeah that splinter it's been there how long uh, i don't know maybe a few days yep it's going to start getting gangrene we are going to have to cut that sucker off and what do they do just give him whiskey and just be like are you ready
1: he's like oh, i guess i
0: am and then they just cut their whole arm off over a splinter Whew. and he the doctors had to be freaks they had to be freaks because they were just the whole time with a saw just sawing his arm off you're <laughs> just like Wow, this is awesome. (laughs) Wouldn't be awesome, of course, but you know, you're just like, wow. This is just some different, different experiment, different thing that I have never seen before. But thank you, Doc, for showing me. I wonder what different styles of executions that other people have. I know there's the one where you are, like, there's a firing group and, like, everybody has a blank Bullet except for one so no one knows who killed the guy See like that there's that dude and then there's another execution style which is lethal injection, which is just not fun Some guy survived during those because they don't do it right other guys survived the electric chair because they just don't do it, right? I don't know It's just like I feel like if you survive a lethal injection injection or survive an electric chair you know situation you should just be put in prison forever but at least have the right to live you just fought off death like come on like i mean like that dude literally just had the lethal injection inside of him and just shook it off shook it off i mean and here's my thing the most humane way i would just think a bullet because boom, you can find the part of the body that would make you instantly dead. The electric chair—I don't—I think it takes a few seconds to melt you. So I mean, if you're talking about most humane way, which you implying humane means the quickest way to do it, a bullet. It may not be the happiest cleanup at the end, but for sure will do the job. For sure, especially a shotgun to the face. Boom! His whole head exploded. Why not? Ooh, actually the most humane way would be dynamite how about that if you're looking for the quickest way to kill somebody would be dynamite and just you know have him have it in his you know mouth or no no strap c4 to his chest back up be like any last words whatever and then click he explodes he's definitely not alive <laughs> unless his body parts start morphing back together like he's some mutant. He's just conquering everything at that moment. You're like, Wow, never mind. He gets to live. He just morphed back together. We just blew him up with C four because I guarantee you I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure if someone gets C four strapped to their chest and blows gets blown up, they're probably not gonna survive. So I I will write that blueprint down and send it to the city the government, and be like, hey, here's the most humane way that I figured out. Just strap C4 to their chest, and it'll be a good way for people to buy tickets, okay? They can sit in the front row. Yeah, that'd be great. They get to sit in the front row. They have to wear glasses, because no one would want a chunk of skin in their eye or a chunk of meat. No, that's just gross. But they get to sit in the front row, put like a little rain jacket on, and then uh, they have to pay extra tickets in order to do that. It's kind of like a Shamu, like, you know, the whale. And then, you know, splash water or whatever, but except it's with blood and click the C4 and they explode. He, all in the front row, everybody starts cheering. Who knows? It's just one of those things. It'd be a great ticket event. Great. And then people that are, you know, don't want to really do that because they're not freaks, which I t- completely understand, would buy the tickets behind them and the seats behind them would just want to watch it, but get to stand back in a radius where they don't get a chunk of meat on them oh, I got a jaw, I get to keep his jaw, I get to take it home, yay, I don't know, maybe your people are freaky enough, they would buy tickets for that, I may, I would, I wouldn't sit in the front row and have like a, you know, blood all over me experience, but I would have a, sit behind some barriers, and, uh, at least watch a good show, or watch a good explosion, who knows, but that, to me, if you're talking about the most humane way that, by far, would be the most humane way to do it. So, dentist guy creating the electric chair. Huh. Never would have thought about it. Never would have, would have ever crossed my mind. But, you know, people always have to have a side gig or a hobby. And that was one of his. He was, he, you know, cleaning teeth by the day and creating a death machine by night. I full-on support it. Now news article time. What's in the news, Dawson? I'm not gonna talk about anything major in the news that you may have already known, or news channels actually report. Okay? I go deep search. I find information and in news that people never ever really even think about or look up. Okay? This is deep inside the loop, and this is the only thing that you can get on the Last I Go Heart podcast. So news article, news article. I may start to. I may need to get a jingle. I may. I may remix and do it. You know, a jingle of Dawson's News articles. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But today's in the news article headline is McDonald's triple cheeseburger looks nothing like the ad and fans are furious. No, not the obese people. They're furious about the triple cheeseburger at McDonald's not looking like the picture. Are you kidding me? Domino's pizza doesn't even look like the picture. Have you ever watched those like DIY, DIYs of how to make your ad, how they make the ads look so beautiful? They put like glue on the inside and when they peel it up, the cheese looks like it's just all falling apart, looks so delicious. Then when you get your Domino's pizza, it looks nothing like it. We should complain about every company for false advertising because of course, that's what entices us is the ad and they do great with them. So, you're gonna really tell me that you're disappointed by what your McDonald's triple cheeseburger looks like? Do you think the people inside there really care? Do you think there's like a five star chef in there that's like, everybody,
1: listen up. It's new day. We will make this food five star. All right,
0: all these frozen patties, all these frozen fries, all the fake cheese. Okay, we're gonna make these fat. People proud. We're gonna make these disgusting people that come here every day, every single day. We're gonna make them happy. That's why we got the happy meal. But we're also going to make sure everything is fresh. No, do you think that? Had- no, they walk in. They're like, oh my god, I'm here again. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm gonna kill myself after this shift. I'm gonna kill myself after this shift. Pass me the meat. Pass me the... Ch- okay, come on. All right. Smash together, smash. Pass it down the line. Smash, smash, smash. Pass it down the line. You know, I don't know, spit it in a little bit. Rub it together. Wrap it up. Oh, man, I spit in it. That's going to make more joy to my shift. All right. Toss it in the bag. Hand it to the customer. It's literally... They're miserable. They are absolutely miserable. It. I mean, I've worked in fast food before. Not the greatest place. They also get... High school kids, they get young kids that don't have a degree yet, so they can't go and get any of the bigger jobs. Do you think the kids really care about five-star burgers? No, if you're going to fast food, restaurants don't expect anything other than something that may taste halfway decent but fill you up. Okay, I'm sorry the triple cheeseburger ad a McDonald's did not look delicious to you. Maybe, don't expect McDonald's to have a great overhyped cheeseburger. Okay? It's literally McDonald's. Now, if you went to like uh David's burgers, okay, I can see David's burgers. I mean they have a drive thru or whatever, but I mean if you went to David's burgers and just absolutely like a sloppy burger or whatever, yeah. Then maybe because they make theirs fresh. Or if you go to like I wouldn't even say David's burgers. I would say like a place like uh what would be a nice sit down place for a burger I don't know if you go into some nice fancy restaurant nice good old style restaurant they have burgers there that they're known for and they stuff the burger with something and it just comes out looking nasty yes that's fine to complain about but when you go to the McDonald's drive-thru and you complain that your burger doesn't look like the ad get out of here really get out they're getting paid minimum wage maybe if they were getting paid. Really good top dollar to make the great ad burgers. Maybe they would. So any people are complaining about a McDonald's cheeseburger, how it did not look like the ad?
1: Go jump off a cliff. No one cares.
0: Okay, it's fast food. Get off of them. They have done absolutely nothing to you. They're just working. They're doing their job. It's like the same people who complain about pickles on their burgers.
1: God, I found a pickle on my cheeseburger.
0: Well take it off, ma'am. Take it off, sir. I don't why why do we have to make you a brand new cheeseburger because there was a pickle on it when you asked for no pickle? Okay? Maybe we heard it, but we didn't care because we're working minimum wage for god awful hours and in a god awful environment. Maybe you should think of how we feel sometimes. Oh yeah. A lot of y'all that I love fast food and a fast food enthusiast that y'all call y'all selves y'all's mouth is, y'all's mouths are wide open right now wide open or taking a drink of water and going man this kid is flaming us his podcast is flaming us yeah i am i don't care do what you will <laughs> but my whole point of the whole situation of that news article was don't expect the food to be like the ad If, especially if it's fast food, okay? Just don't, don't complain about it in your stupid vlog, okay? Not vlog, blog. In your vlog, whichever one, stupid vlog or stupid blog, whichever one, okay? They are not going to make the best ever, okay? And every advertisement is supposed to entice you to want it more. And you're not going to get exactly like the picture every time. Or you might have to wait a little bit longer if you have to wait a little bit longer, I know Americans. Okay? I've been here for 20 years. I've been here for my whole life. I know how Americans are. They want thanks, quick, fast, right in their lap. So, if you want that, don't expect some five-star service, especially coming from a Mickey D's worker that hates their life in the first place. <laughs> but, no, thank you all for watching. Not watching. Listening. Okay? Maybe I might, you know, videotape myself in the future when I get a, in a better environment, but right now you're listening to my voice, my awesome, awesome voice that I grant to y'all Tuesdays and Fridays, Then thank you for listening to episode 21 of the last I Heart podcast. You can find my social medias in the description, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find my email there as well. Uh, Harburner at gmail.com. Email me anything, videos, thoughts on your mind, thoughts on the podcast, recommendations, relationship problems, even though I probably won't care. You know what? I may end up just talking about a little bit of it on the podcast, okay? Grant your wish. Give you, I don't know, talk about something. Send me a funny video and it will come, it, will, it may be on this podcast. So just do that and uh thank you for listening to episode 21 of the last ego heart podcast i will see you tuesday yeah I will see you tuesday
1: last ego heart podcast podcast you bar bar to up the last ego heart ego heart you are subscribing to the last ego heart podcast